you are with the Free Associates, and I'm just going to do a big sigh of relief right now because it was a little bit, well, there's some obstacles to getting in today, but we are here, and we are live. We're at the basin of that giant, brutalist structure here at UMass Campus Center, and we are trying to be your friend and guide along the way as we are in day two of, uh, well, uh, you could call it a quarantine. And I am alone down here, isn't that right? Am I alone down here? You're not alone. You're oh, not alone. Spirit, my friend. Oh, that is so good to hear. That's so good to hear your voice, Waylon. Um, and Waylon is with me. And I, I think he sounds better today than he did yesterday. Just say a couple words, Waylon. Well, it's gonna sound better because I'm on this nice mic and I'm on the Google Voices. That's good. Figured it out. Did a little troubleshooting. <laughs> Holy smokes! You have no idea. I mean, there aren't too many humans in the valley who have seen me run. But I definitely ran up from the gym parking lot. I, you know, I could not do the loading zone thing that you do. I just don't have it like that, you know. And so, and I backed down to the gym parking lot. Then I was running for about 12 feet, and then I started fast walking like a middle-aged man, you know. And I, I so tell this you, this is the time. <laughs> this is the time. This for is fast the time walking. to test out the the where I can park. Yes. You just park right outside of the thing and see. Just oh, right, yeah. right next to the doors of the campus center. I'll take Vanessa up those steps, up those stone steps. Oh, yeah. I think you could Go park in the radio station, quite honestly. So, you know, that's my feeling on it. Uh, I used to be a tour guide in New York City, as my students know, and I tell them all the time. And I used to think it was so funny. Sometimes you'd see someone fast walking, kind of like across the street, but their fast walk was actually slower than their regular walk would be. <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of my fast walk. Is when I or like it's like a somewhere between a fast walk and a run, but somehow it's actually slower than if I just walk normal. <laughs> anyway, hey, listen. The point of this is that we try to get it done, and the point of the Free Associates is to get it done together and to have a conversation with you guys out in the valley. We understand that people are isolated right now and, and self secluded and all that, and I think that's. That's good, although the other things can be hard. As I told you, Waylon, yesterday, my daughter made a new friend. It was a bundle of sticks, Alex, and she's since dumped Alex as a friend because Alex got a little, you know, rough around the edges. But now, Waylon, jeez. <laughs> and by the way, yeah, we're in a better situation right now. Now, I want to remind you guys, uh, thefreeassociates.us is our website, thefreeassociates.us. And our text in line is 413-200-8186. 413-200-8186, I think. Is that the text in line? Woo! Uh, I don't have it up in front of me. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta figure this out. <laughs> that is the problem because I actually have you in this on this line. And so it's not telling me what. I, yeah, you know, Google gotta, is not great. I gotta say. I think, I'm not that big a fan of Google, honestly. I feel like they mess up all the time. Anyway, oh. we don't want to get well, stuck on that. We just do not want to get stuck As we on sit that. here and use their, all their free stuff. Well, that is, it's, nothing is free, my friend. Nothing is free, and you know that, okay? There's yeah, no such thing as a free if something lunch. Is, if, something is, if a software is free, you're the product. That's what they say. Oh, interesting. Nice. So it's is it's 413-200-8186, okay? I'm almost sure of that. And we're really encouraging you guys to text in and join our conversation because... It's good to hear your voices, and there's all kinds of ways in which we connect. So, 413-200-8186. Hey, you have a friend with a tattoo parlor, don't you? Yeah, maybe. And, and that's like a really good one. And let me ask you, do you think their tattoo parlor's still open? 
No, I actually saw oh, um, I saw him post yesterday that yeah. they per order of the eight. Yeah. Close. Well, that's not exactly a shocker that they would close a tattoo parlor <laughs> during this moment. <laughs> I was going to suggest yeah. that people go out and get this tattoo on them. But, uh, you know, who knows? Uh, I think that I'll just say it again instead. 413-200-8186 is our call-in line. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Brian D. is hopefully out there. We might connect with Brian D. And what is it called? Uh, what's that Bagadum. called? Bagadun. 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 A Bagadun. And is that just with Belcher a, with Town? A little, yeah, with a, with a little... We, we were like high schoolers. We yeah, just, I get You it. know, we would you're walk st- up this train You're track, still a like, high schooler. by me. Yeah. So it was like... You're, you're still a high schooler, my friend. Um, now, here's oh, something yeah. I thought. Like, you and I were getting a little testy earlier, right? I, I felt I felt wildly open and totally undefensive, but I, I kind of felt your... your um, am I wrong that you were kind of getting um, <clears throat> annoyed with well, me so, earlier? Just be honest. No, I'm not, I'm not annoyed. I, I just... I, I I just needed some clarity, okay? Okay. And if you okay, so let's. All right. that, no, 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 no. I didn't. T- I just listen. What I said to you, and I think you'll agree with, is there's yeah. times where you leave texting and email and say, "Let's have a conversation," right? Oh yeah. Because exactly. tone is everything. You know, uh, how many fights uh, exist because of uh, text and emails and stuff like that? So let's have a conversation. I think it's good to have this conversation uh, on the radio. Why not? Are you open to that? Let's do it. So, you know, we talked about yesterday. We said, listen, we, I said, well, excuse me, I said, it's really our show, Waylon and I. And then we have this awesome bull, bullpen of free associates, of which we heard from two yesterday, Laura Federuso, who's just brilliant and funny, and Greg White, who's just um, a genius of light. And um, so we have this group of free associates. But I said, and, but Waylon and I are definitely core. And, but I kind of laid out what I wanted this show to be during this time. But um, I don't. I never really asked you about it, and I think that uh, I'd like to discuss it now. So what I had said yesterday is I want this to be a non-gloomy, non-political, like specifically political. We can talk sociology and ideas, but I don't really want to talk about who's president right now. It's just that will take care of itself yeah. one way or another. That's why we have. That's why we play baseball games, and that's why we have elections to find out what people want and who wins. But um, I think that it's come up a little bit. Between you and I, and even my lovely wife, Robin, mentioned this, that maybe I kind of rushed Brian off the phone yesterday. And Brian, I apologize for that. That wasn't my intention. However, I was concerned that perhaps where Brian's story was going might be a little bit gloomy. Or I, I just, I guess I'm feeling like I want the show to be family-friendly and not um, a source of anxiety. So, Waylon, tell me why that might not be the way we should go or how should we run this? Well, okay, so I I think that there's some sort of middle ground in here yep. that we're, we can hit on because I think that there is a a truth in the realities of the of the stories that one we've heard and two we could be uh, talking about, yep. and I think that there is an underlying underlying um, kind of anxiety and somewhat fear of what's going on because there's so many unknowns and so many. I think that. Rather than disre- and, and I, rather than disregard that, or just avoid it entirely, I think that we kind of process through it. And I also think that it's there's there's certain things that we just don't want to d- delve into the weeds on, like the politics of the situation. And you know, those are kind of these never-ending loops of um, just you know we could 
we just open up Pandora's box. I don't want to open up Pandora's box, but mm-hmm. I also want to explore some of those things and do it with a, a slant towards the lighthearted nature. Um, the, the, the kind of place that we find ourselves in is this idea that we, if you start talking about things in, this, in the seriousness, it starts getting to gloom. But also, yeah. if you go in too far into the lighthearted yeah. part, okay. it starts becoming something of a joke or a mockery. Yeah, well, and you can't have either of those that. things. Yeah, right? no, agreed. So it's like, so we have to find this sweet space in between where we, can, where we can take it seriously, explore these topics, okay. and also you know, focus on those positive things. And not, see, not, to not, devolve, not devolve into unknown fear, but to try to ground ourselves. Okay, Waylon, you've sold me, okay? And I just want, to, I just want to, to just let you know I've just modeled what this looks like for you, okay? And just yeah. subtle dig no. on you. No, and no, I, think no, I find did- you very open. Go ahead. The, the other thing I want to say is that I think that we did a great job at that yesterday. I think that okay. everybody was, you know, we kind of were in uncharted, like uncharted waters here. But, you know, the, everything everything went pretty nice. Yeah, including Brian. I thought he did a great job of, yeah, of sure. like, finding that balance, too. So, okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really open myself up to be a little bit more flexible because I agree with you. It is a sweet spot between, I don't want to put my head in the sand. I don't want to just joke about your hot tub. I don't find your hot tub actually that funny it's more much more scary to me that you're well, putting a actually, hot tub in a basement not not to bring gloom into the situation okay. but i went to hop in it yesterday and wait you actually have a hot gone. tub yeah I in the basement hot tub over here no oh, it's in an basement, inflatable hot tub wow this yeah, sounds like an arrested development gone. episode half the water's gone uh, there's oh a my hole God. Well, who's your landlord? I'm calling your landlord. This is on. Unre- oh, there's a hole. Maybe it evaporated. Yeah. Do you know that Wayland? There's something called the sill of a house. Like you don't want that to get wet because termites will get into it. Okay. This. Have you seen Arrested Development? Because this is right out of Arrested I Development. Love, yeah, I love. Arrested Are you Development. cooking like frozen meals in your hot tub while you're eating it? Because that's we actually do, an episode. George Bluth does. We that. do have a lot of uh, Bremer's uh, chicken pot pies in the in the freezer over here bremers is of course the uh generic brand for aldi oh don't get i please do not start talking about aldi okay uh that could be I, an entire podcast i'll have episode. to get steve trumpy on the line from tennessee I, I do think we should reach out to him at some point but he's an oh, aldi sure. freak and cornered me at a uh, a party i couldn't i couldn't shake him uh the other thing is is that uh well i don't want to get on aldi i think the whole quarter in the shopping cart that just killed it for me <laughs> I just was like, well, I'm never coming back here because I don't have a quarter. Like, I don't run around with quarters in my pocket. But uh, that perhaps is me. Now, listen. You have to get one of the boxes. You have to use the boxes. It's all about efficiency in Aldi. You're not – there's a certain Aldi – uh, an Aldi customer um, profile yeah well listen every Aldi customer I know I really like them I have to say Lynn uh, our, our like beloved babysitter is an Aldi person Brian Lombardi we used to oh, we love used Brian to Lombardi and uh, you and Steve Trumpy I mean there's no one I dislike from it I just dislike it when they're talking about it for hours but you find your own tribe it's interesting to think you could imagine the valley just as tribes of different supermarkets right you know the big wide crowd the co-op crowd the Whole Foods crowd the Trader Joe's crowd and the Aldi crowd or whatever it is. So, you know, having decided that we're going to kind of open this up a little bit more to a fuller experience without spiraling into darkness, uh, do you want to kind of check in and see if Phoebe would join us? Were you able to do that beforehand? Because if you're not, Uh, I can can also um, uh, reach out to Aaron Wags. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Should we get Aaron Wags on the line? Yeah. All right. Give me a minute. Get baby Wags on. Baby. Well, I don't know if he likes the ba- Baby Wags thing, but, you know, <laughs> we have to be careful with that. His. So just so people know that uh, we have a student that we really appreciate, Aaron Wagenheim, who's he's got a really unique profile. And his father... Daddy Wags, Jeff Wagenheim, has been on the show a number of times, and um, we were. I was curious. I reached out to him, and I said, well, can we call Aaron? Because I'm curious about the student perspective here. So, for sure, uh, and not only do we appreciate him, we vie for his academic attention. Right, and so we can, we we can play put him... We can play tug-of-war game we can over put, this we can, student. We can put him on the spot. So do me a favor. Just blather for a minute and let me get him on the line, Okay. Just yeah. tell us well, where you're at, to, uh, what's going on with you, and tell tell the, the listeners about your awesome setup at home. Because, and I'm not being sarcastic, you've really done a great job of setting yourself up you. for classes. Also, remind me, uh, I have a proposition about that book, Tribe, that I want to send out to both the listeners and um, students. So would you remind me about that? But you, yeah, t- you, take, you take hold of the radio for now and just keep talking for a minute, all right? Yeah, for sure. Thanks. So we have a uh, we have a text in, and I don't want to uh, kind of give Norm any accolades, undue accolades, but it says, Norm, you sound great. Your voice is booming here in Sea Hill, Brooklyn. So we got an international radio show going on right now. Thank you to that person. If you want to, if you want to text in, the number is 413 8186. You could text in. We'll read those um, out loud. Make sure to include your name and where you are from, and we'll take it from there. But yeah, so the station, so the last day before the school closed, I went in and props to all of my students. I, I love my students to death. Uh, I sent out kind of a rallying, craw- rallying call. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, anybody that needs any equipment, uh, we're going to be open from 12 to 3, come and get it. And within a few hours, all of the equipment that we have to lend out was gone. Lights, tripods, cameras, audio kits, everything was gone. So our students are still out there making their segments for our new our journalism program, doing everything. And I teamed up with Northampton Open Media to get a whole bunch of stuff. So I got a nice studio set up in the uh, living room over here. And, uh, yeah, we're going live Uh this afternoon on NHS Technology. That's our Instagram handle. We're going to go Instagram Live with the founders of The Transcript, which is our student news broadcast at the high school. It's been going on for, oh man, I want to say th- uh, three or four years now. And uh, have Elena Fragamini and Joe Marks coming on, talk about the origins of it and talking about uh, just student journalism and the importance of journalism right now. Yeah, well, you know, you've done uh, a great job with that. And as one of your, I mean, I've actually become basically a, like a, a ancillary member of the transcript. You know, I'm the go-to oh, actor sure. there. So, and I've had a great fun with that. And, you know, I'd like to get Elena actually on the phone at some point. I know she was listening yesterday. So, now I just sent yeah. out an email to Daddy Wags. And we're trying to figure out Aaron's phone went straight to voicemail. So, I don't know what that means. But we're going to try to get him on a little in a little bit. Um, so here, Waylon, here's my proposition. I want to remind everybody, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, text in at 413-200-8186. 413-200-8186 or 413-200-8186. And um, what should we ask the people today? We haven't really considered that. 
Um, can we give them a prompt? Because, you know, obviously they don't want to just text in that they're alive and well. Waylon, you have any thoughts on so, that? So this one was pitched. Uh, we had a uh, transcript production meeting today, and yep. students were looking at angles and everything. So what are some of the things that you're doing or things that have happened that have passed the time that are not ordinary things. So oh, we're not yeah. looking for knitting. We're not looking for watching Netflix. We're looking for things that have either sponta- spontaneously happened and you've rolled with them or things that you're planning to do that are not the typical things that you would think of. So not cleaning the house or, you know, uh, getting doing your spring cleaning. Uh, some weird ones. So here's one that I did. I yeah. actually have a... Um, my motorcycle, I've been diagnosing this thing, but I had to get a new uh, motorcycle battery. But getting a new motorcycle battery means that I needed to put the acid inside of the battery because it's a small battery. So it comes with this acid. And I'm reading these. There's one page of instructions, and it's all kind of discombobulated English. And I'm putting it all together, and I'm like dipping it, like putting hoses into acid i'm like how the heck did i get here <laughs> it's like yeah it's like 4 30 in the um, afternoon um, right now i'm wondering the same thing but keep going <laughs> and so now well i learned a new skill through all of okay. this and it was to uh how to fill a battery with acid and let it uh and let it sit you gotta let it sit for at least six hours you have to let it aerate you have to let it uh you can't you gotta put it on a very slow charge so i learned something new Okay, that's that's good. I'm glad for the the uh, details on that. So, can you we get the what's the prompt then? What is something new that you've done during this time? New, not like Netflix at two in the afternoon or something like that. And I'm trying to think about that. Well, I have a new game with my kids. I take them on the cargo bike down to the YMCA. I put them in the field. I put them in one stretch of woods, and they have to run to the other stretch of the woods, and then I try to hunt them down on my cargo bike. That's pretty fun. So, so you heard it here first, um, people. A uh, nice game you can play is hunt kids. In the woods. Hunt, well, they're, they're my own blood, so I, I, you know, I stop before it gets critical. I think they, what is that? The most dangerous game with ice tea? Yes, it is. Like, oh yeah. Well, there was also an original most dangerous game. I don't know if you know about that, but like, yeah, that's there, a classic. It was a short story too. I think I read in high school too. Yeah, I think you're right. I think, and it was typically assigned. All right, so we're gonna wait to see if Aaron's around, and I am gonna cool. pitch this idea, and I want to pitch it to the list. Listeners too, but in any case, the prompt. If you want to text in four one three two zero zero eight one eight six, the prompt. And also on that, just a yeah. shout out to Sebastian. That was uh, yes, from Brooklyn. Sebastian is a dear old friend of mine, and so I'm going to ask ask Sebastian to text in on this too. Now I have a yeah. bunch of friends Sebastian, in New York. I know. Yeah, no, I have a bunch of friends in New York, and uh, that's uh, who are really near and dear to me. And um, oh, so okay, so. Uh, he is saying Sebastian from Brooklyn is on super lockdown. He's teaching fifth grade to his son. Wow, fifth grade? Wow, is your son in fifth grade? That's really... Oh, yeah, of course he is. Augie and preschool to Beatrice, my new girl. Let me tell you, teaching preschool is really hard. Like, uh, you know, I have Harper, who's in second grade, and then I have Rocky, who's four. And teaching Harper, I mean, she kind of, like, she can do this stuff. And she's up. Rocky's, he's, there's, uh, let me just give a shout-out to anyone who teaches preschool, because that is some serious deep learning. I yeah, think you, for sure. I think you might agree, Waylon, that um, 
that I think the younger you get, the more pedagogy is involved. Like, I kind of feel like what you and I do, I mean, they come really so prepared in a lot of ways. There's definitely pedagogy, but I mean, like teaching a kid how to read and do math at that age is heavy duty lifting, you know? I think it's, it's yeah, it's way more intense because as you get older, you can have that, that distance, that proximity distance in both location and time. So you can say, hey, you're, paper is due two weeks from now let's do this for preschool or kindergarten you have to live in the present and you have to capture that attention and be captivating all throughout that present time yeah so it's it's a it's a i i give credit to elementary and preschool and kindergarten teachers forget about it i mean it's just huge and and so this is another way in which this disruption i loved what greg white said yesterday he said this is like running a disc utility on the world you know, I had kept saying a program, but it's it's more like a disk utility and partitions on a hard drive. Like everything is getting kind of resorted. And one of the things that's being resorted is that people are teaching their own kids and like kids are at home. I mean, it's a slow process and we're just kind of getting a schedule, Robin and I. Um, but there's like how many billions of people just got started getting homeschooled in the world? Uh and I just say, I got to say that this moment is really unbelievable. And it's, uh, it's a universal moment uh, for the globe. Like, you know, they're always talking about, like, this is a universal moment. What, when's the last moment that's been this universal? Was it the moon landing? I mean, everyone has this on their mind. And yet everyone is kind of, like, partitioned off. So it's, uh, it's pretty major. Now, um, here's yeah. the pitch, Waylon. And uh, if you could, in the background, work on perhaps getting Phoebe... If she's willing to talk about her experience, I'd love to have her on. So anything you can do to work on that, I'd really appreciate. And if, you, if, she, does, if she does, then you can just text me her number and I'll, I'll give her a call here. Okay. So here's my pitch. Here's my pitch to uh, the Valley, if you're interested, and also to like all my students. And that's like uh, former students as well as present students. Uh, a book that I really enjoy, that really had a big influence on me, it's not very long and it's not hard to read, is Sebastian Younger's book, Tribe. Now, this book, Tribe, uh, it really explores the fundamental power of being in a group of people and also how during chaotic uh, times, people really, uh, it's not as scary often as you think it will be if you're filled with purpose. And that in fact, some people really miss those times when they're gone. Like after war, people miss the, the unity they felt, uh, you know, or, take, or the jobs they had to take care of one another. So it seemed to me that this would be a great time to start a bunch of different book groups. And so my, my, what I'm going to pitch to my students, is I'm basically going to say to them, you guys go ahead and if you want to collect a group of six to eight students, I'm going to start a schoology uh, for you, for your, just for your group, and uh, you guys are going to go and start reading this book uh, during the spring. We'll, we'll read a chapter a week or something like that. And um, then, you know, we'll but what will be cool about this class is that I won't necessarily be in charge of it. That is, if students can rotate who's kind of moderating the conversation because it is a small group. And that is relevant to this, the kind of tribal nature of the book. But I do want to really recommend to everyone out there that you read Tribe because it's, uh, it's a really unusual, unusual book. Waylon, can you take over for a minute? I'll be right back. Yeah, for sure. So, I, so Cody is such a tribe disciple. He actually got me to read it. Fantastic book. Um, the premise 
is he summarized it uh, pretty nicely. But the sum, so in times of grief or tragedy or angst or uh, in his he talks about war. What happens is we start to band together. I think it's a little different in the times that we're, we're or the current situation that we have with COVID-19 because we are told that we can't congregate and we can't have those kind of those close interpersonal relationships. One of the things that I'm actually like I stopped and thought about it was a, one of those shower thoughts yesterday. Um, I was it, I kind of was like a little bummed about I haven't got a hug from our office ladies, Jane and Sandy, awesome, awesome team in the office at Northampton High School. And I just kind of th- thought, I was, man, I was like, at, at about this time, what we would be, we would be having a hug or just like having a, a conversation right now. And, you know, I, I'm a really kind of people person. I like to go kind of go out. So I think in, in just converse and just show those like little micro affections to people and handshakes and oh, high fives and all that stuff. Like that. So that has changed a little bit. That's been really hard to kind of get used to aside yep. from touching your face. But well, I think that um, that's the difference from tribe in the, the aspect of what, Sebastian Younger's talking about yeah. versus what we're experiencing now. We okay. kind of have this. Mm-hmm. It's it's not. It's kind of a subliminal. I don't want to say distrust, but I want to say a kind of rigidity to adhering to that six feet rule and things like that. And sure. I, and I there's so in so many instances where it's like I go over to somebody, I'm like, oh hey, and I start to approach, and I'm like, oh wait, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, never mind. Well, you know, it's a, the, it's a good it's point. This, like weird thing. It's a good point. It is a distinct moment from other things. But I do think there are ways in which people are reaching out to one another. And so, but I, your, your point is valid. Guess what? We have on the phone, and we have to talk to him why he silenced his phone. Wags, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. That's Aaron Wagenheim, folks. And he is, um, he's a student of uh, Waylon and ours. And w- what happened earlier? I called you, and it went straight to voicemail. Yeah, I, I uh, have my phone on Do Not Disturb, like, Pretty much all the time. Is so. that right? And now, why do you do that? Because I guess you um, don't want to be disturbed. You know, I think it's. I, yeah, I think I want to really say something thing. to you after we're running because into the same problem too, Norm. Yeah, where I can't it? hear him. But uh, oh, oh, you can't hear him, Waylon. Okay, I, I can hear you guys. You can hear both Waylon and I, but you can't. Um, Waylon yeah. can't hear you. Okay, all right. So that's just. Let me just kind of marinate on that. But go ahead and tell us, Wags, why you don't. Uh, have your phone on. Yeah, I I don't I don't like the distraction of it. Um, so I've been cutting back on like social media and all that kind of that those kind of things. And like I've found myself in a habit of like going onto my phone as just like a default. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to kind of stop that and do not disturb has helped out a lot. Yeah, well, you know that's good. And you know it's funny because we talked to your dad about um, not you know, like abusing gadgets and his phones and stuff like that. So he is thoughtful about that, and you are thoughtful about that. Yeah, so we're still like, Waylon and I, we're still trying to figure out this uh, technology just a little bit. He is a tech teacher. I'm a history teacher. So it seems to me that if anyone's to blame here, I'm going to go ahead and blame the tech teacher. Is that right, Waylon? First off, my hands are tied over here. I'm coming. I'm coming live from my my house over here. So <laughs> I any, know any of the technical is all following on you. Okay. okay. Now listen, listen, <laughs> Waylon and the Aaron. This is a really important moment, and I just figured out why because Waylon cannot hear you. 
Only I can hear you and the rest of the valley. So the time has now come to let us know. Waylon can't hear you. I can. Um, who is the overlord teacher uh, who influences you the most? Is it Waylon or Cody? Well, I think I've already overlord. made that clear. You're always referred to as overlord. He, he, what? He can... I think I've made that clear before, and it's obviously Cody. Oh, oh, it's Waylon. I'm so sorry. Well, you know, Waylon and I have talked about this a little bit. We think... Let me tell you why. Okay, tell, tell us why. why. Tell us why. It actually happened today uh, that at 10 a.m., we had to have a class meeting. Okay. 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Oh, I get it. Oh, so sure. you're mad at Waylon for doing a class meeting at 10 a.m. That's the winning. Half the kids were sleeping yep. during it. Half the kids were yeah. asleep. Listen, I, I, think, I think that puts me over the top, that I'm not demanding that of my students. Although, I really admire Waylon. I think that you guys will really appreciate that in the end. I, Waylon and I have talked about this. We think that I am your dark Sith Lord, Aaron. You know, like, I'm the, like, I do some deep programming of you, and then you go and enact all this stuff under the auspices of Waylon. So I'm like the emperor, and, like, he's like the guy who gets choked in Star Wars by Vader. Like, whoever that yeah. guy was. Who was that guy? Emperor Palpatine? No, not Palpatine. I don't know. Some other guy. Um, yeah, all right. no, I'm not a Star Wars guy. So, you're not a Star Wars guy. Okay. No. Um, so let's, let me ask you a question, Aaron. Uh, how much social distancing are you doing right now? Are you, like, connecting with other students, or are you being kind of conscious of not, not really meeting up with too many people? Um, I would say, like, I'm pretty good. Like, I'll go outside, and then sometimes I'll see my friends, like, outside. But, okay. Um, You're going outside. Like, no, like, inside, not really inside interaction. And then I'll, I'll talk to my friends on the phone a lot or text them. Okay. But I would say a moderate amount of social distancing. You've got a moderate amount of social distancing. Do you think that's pretty normal? Um... Yeah, no, there's definitely people who are doing more, and there's definitely people who are doing less. Um, but I think it's kind of, yeah, I would say it's normal. Okay. Um, I got, a, like, a brilliant idea for bringing uh, Waylon into the conversation. I got another one of these headphones. I'm holding it up to my laptop, if anyone could see me right now. So, <laughs> Aaron, just talk a little bit about uh, how not going to school is treating you. Um, it's nice. I get to wake up later. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. I, I honestly have been, like, focusing on other things, like, uh, just learning different, like, skills and, like, experimenting with a lot of things now that I have all this time on my hands. Yep. Um, and then, obviously, like, teachers are still assigning work and stuff like that, so I'm getting that stuff done. Yep. But I think, um, you know, I think there'll be a point in this uh, break that we're having, that it's going to be like, I'm going to want to get back to structure uh, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. But I think like as of now and in the like near future, it's it's pretty good. Yeah, but let me ask you, Waylon, do you hear him now? Because I get the headphone to the MacBook. No. no. Although I do think <laughs> I have a possible solution for the next for the next one. Okay. You call, but you use voice Google Hangouts rather than voice. Okay, I don't know what that would do, but I believe you. Does anyone know where the the mic is on the MacBook? Because I, it seems to me, I've got the headphones, one other pair of headphones, but I have it up to the camera of the MacBook. 
Uh, because I don't know where the mic is. Does anyone know where the mic Welcome is? Welcome to episode two of <laughs> having old man Cody troubleshoot his problems on live air. I'm very proud of my agility, I'll have you know. Um, I do what I can do to stay alive. To, why don't you go ahead and research that for a second instead of mocking me? Okay, I'm almost <laughs> half a century old. Just research it. Well, Wags, I kind of think that you're lucky in that you're... Um, you're pretty good at self, self like, you're pretty independent. Let's just put it that way. I think that there's probably students out there who are really even feeling it more acutely than you are. Do you know anyone, not by name, but do you know anybody who's kind of actively struggling there? Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. Okay. Like, with not, not finding things to do and things like that. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Definitely people, but, um, but, yeah, I've definitely been keep, keeping myself busy in yep. good ways. Um, but, if like I, I was thinking about it and if if I didn't have all these things to do or like things that I wanted to work on, it would be pretty miserable. Okay, so you're saying teachers should keep the keep material coming towards you. Is that right? Uh Oh, so hey backtracking <laughs> there a little bit. I mean not I mean I mean not necessarily, but uh I mean it, <laughs> so it what could, you, well, it let could me, help some people. Let me okay, let me ask okay, that's fair. Let me ask you, like, what other stuff are you keeping yourself occupied with then, if it's not work being assigned by teachers? Um, personal work, like, that's just outside of school things. I've been reading. Um, I've been, like, just going outside, going on a walk, listening to podcasts. Like, just kind of educating myself in other ways, which is stuff that I would normally be doing, but I've just scaled it. Well, can I just can I just say that I'm about to cry with pride because <laughs> Wailing, you can hear him now, can't you? I can hear him loud oh and clear. God. <laughs> like I'm literally tearing up here. I, I you know, I joke a lot, but I can't believe first of all, why am I the one who had to figure this out? I just Googled <laughs> where's the mic on a MacBook Pro? It's underneath the left speaker. And so I have the headphones from across the desk sitting on the left speaker of my MacBook. And this is, I got to say, this is what these moments can kind of give you. And I, I really want to really send uh, this out as a challenge, uh, and it sounds like wags that you're already on it, is to find something to um, like struggle against and to work against. Uh, I, had a th- I had an idea, by the way, of trying to get my students to sign in every day to Schoolology, which is I would weigh myself on a scale and try to lose weight during this break. You know, That's a great idea. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I know you think it's a great idea, but I have to really think about this. You know, I'm saying goodbye to all kinds just, of good just food. To get that initial reading. I mean, there's so much uh, psychology. The in initial that. reading. Will you uh, lose weight? Will you uh, go up? Do this, that, the other thing. Oh man, that's the it. initial it's reading your, alone. You're your own guinea pig. Yeah, you're well, your own guinea pig. Well, I think it's good. I've always uh, thrived in situations where I'm really challenged. Actually, I, I struggle when I'm not challenged. Then I then I start to devolve. But if I feel like I'm being challenged, I I always feel like, listen, if I remember, by the way, um, in 2008, uh, when I met my wife, that was the economic global downturn in 08. And I remember thinking like, okay, well, I'm going to work on something else then. Like this is going on in the world. So, you know, I'm losing out in this. First of all, I felt like my wife more than made up for the global meltdown. 
Okay, like meeting my wife was what <laughs> is one of the most important things that ever happened to me. Maybe the most important thing. So I was able to contextualize the global meltdown by being like, I'm in love, and I'm going to build a life with this person. But I also thought, well, listen, if this is going on out there, then in here, inside of me, and with my body and with my brain, I'm going to just like work harder on something. So I think that's a challenge that we could send out to the audience. And now Waylon is connected. Waylon, what do you want to say to Wags about his? choosing me over you just based on the fact that you're a more fastidious teacher than me and you're holding your students to account. Well, first off, you should you should have seen he was pinned up against the blue wall with a blue shirt at ten o'clock in the morning. Tell me it was too early for a for a meeting. So yeah. you can't you got to take everything that Wags is saying with a grain of salt right now. The right. kids, the kids, right. I had there was tw- there was like twelve, thirteen kids on this on this uh, Zoom meeting call and. Three of them were still in the covers of their bed on their mobile phones. So yep. <laughs> everybody's in this lazy time. So I'll yep. forgive yeah, Wags. I, I know deep down inside he loves me more. But yeah. well, I, I want to talk about that for a second. Go ahead. I want to switch gears for a second. Switch the gear. We 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 got a um. I'm taking. I'm fielding things on my Facebook. Uh, um, I, we have a Facebook post, and you can comment there, or you can text in four one three two zero zero eight one eight six. And something we haven't talked about was. Uh, relationships and relationships both with your family but th- th- there's other people that are in your life that are uh, not within the confines of your house yeah. so we had uh, someone text in and say that they, one of the weird things that they were experiencing was they are on a tight lockdown the other their significant other is not on a tight lockdown and they've had to converse through the window of their house Huh. And kind of this like modern Romeo and Juliet uh, kind through of an ear shaft, right? Isn't that right? Is that what he's saying? It's through an ear shaft. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So there's an ear shaft, but we also got one from through a window. So Wags, what do you what do you think about this? I want I want to know a, a, a younger person who is in kind of that you know like your those interpersonal relationships. Uh, I mean, are, is everybody just migrating towards like? Is there an increase of kind of Social talking to people media. via Instagram or have you kind of shut things down on some aspects or is it a mixture of both? Well, honestly, for me, I like I deleted social, I deleted Instagram and Snapchat and all those kind of things because I was like, I didn't want to see like people freaking out about yeah. all this like, yeah. craziness. So, yes, and no, like people obviously have a lot more time so they're just going to be on that. Hmm. Um, but like, I think texting and Instagram, like, a lot of my friends have been communicating over text. Um, So, yeah, because, like, we can't go out and see each other, I think there's definitely an increase of that. Yeah, but, you know, what you're saying is interesting in the sense that it's hard to really know what the long term uh, would be. You know, obviously, Waylon, I agree. You would think, well, this is going to send social media through the roof. But it might be that people are just, like, doing what Aaron's doing. It's like, I can't really listen to this echo chamber anymore. I'm just going to shut off. I know I have turned off all my updates on my news uh, sources. I look at the news twice a day. I mean, you know, if uh, something like this happened, you'd be like, well... Cody's going to be looking at the news more than he ever did. Actually, Cody's yeah, not the, looking at the news at all, hardly. The crazy thing is, like, after deleting those uh, platforms, still, like, probably three-quarters of the uh, notifications I get on my phone have COVID-19 or coronavirus yeah. in them. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to see this. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, we don't need to see I it. I mean, there's a certain... Got, yeah, go ahead, Wayland. Sorry. I got, a, I got an email yesterday from Vision Works where I got my eyeglasses from. Like, yeah, I, I, I understand I that you're all bracing for, like, the apocalypse here, but Vision Works, I don't really care what you're doing through the COVID-19 crisis. Yeah. It's like... Yeah. Every single person wants to tell you every single thing that's going on. It's just the information overload. Yeah, Etsy, but, Etsy doesn't need to send out a COVID email, in my opinion. For yeah, example, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, all these, <laughs> all these Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're like in the business of touching people, like a masseuse or something, or a dentist, then yeah, they'll definitely send me an email. But yeah, don't get me wrong. I want to know if Taco Bell closes. But yes. Vision works. Well, okay. you're you're on you're on their emergency MS, SMS. I'm sure. Yeah, the, the yeah the CEO's sending out red alerts. Well, I think the drive through is going to keep working, but it's also it's going to be part taco, part uh, testing kit, is what they've been saying. Corona. <laughs> okay, you're not getting that. No one thinks that's funny. Okay, I accept. Sorry, no I was fielding something. Okay, but it was probably funny. Something. All right. Hey, Wags, I'm so glad that you came on with us. You are, uh, I have to say, I, I feel like uniquely suited for this moment. And I want you to send our love to all the other students who might need more structure and just let them know more structure is on the way. All right. And perhaps we can get you on again next week. Okay. Definitely. Also, yep. you, guys, and- you guys should come on to my podcast. Oh, well, absolutely. I would. I mean, we do it normally in person, so we'll have to wait a little bit. No, but, we uh, can figure it we'll out. Make that it doesn't have to be in yeah. person. You know, there's all and, kinds of ways to do this. And before yeah. you leave, uh, Aaron, I want you to pitch your transcript segment to Cody because you really need some okay. help over here. He he did it. He was he was lackadaisical mm-hmm. at best with his with his uh, transcript segment pitch this week. So tell tell Cody, and he can help you massage this. Real What's quickly your pitch, Wags? No, you'll see, you'll see it. You'll see it when it uh, when it comes out. I see. He's very secretive. See, that this way. is what scares me more than anything. When a student goes, we have a week to to do something, and the angle is you'll see. Because then all of a sudden everything's going to fall apart. I'm going to be like, uh, I didn't see anything because yeah. you never showed me anything. You know what the secret uh, uh, secret wags of Waylon is that. You know, he talks a big game, but I, I have to constantly get him corralled. He's like, he's like my student, and I'm like, you're late again. Oh, you forgot this again. So don't pay any attention to him. Um, but he's, I, I have the utmost confidence in him. He's good. He oh, does wonderful work. Absolutely. All right, Wags, we'll talk to you soon, pal. Thanks for thanks for taking yeah, our call. Yeah, thanks for having me on. All right, cool. Now, Waylon, before we move on, can I just I just took a photo of the headphones on the MacBook. Can can I get anything from you about this? Hello? Uh, yeah, let me see. No, I'm talking about praising me. Oh, Can you praise well, me? Oh, well, Desperate times call for desperate it. measures. I, I will give you Come on, I will give man. you a round of applause right now because I did not think that you were going to solve that anytime soon. I thought I was going to have to put on my hazmat suit and come down to the campus center. <laughs> Just and fix this Google for you. search it. And why did why did I have to Google search that while while talking to Aaron and making this whole thing work? Hey, listen, I don't want to attack you on this. The point is. Uh, just where props, props are, where props do. Now, can I call our other friend? Is that all right? You think that's okay? Yeah, absolutely. All right, so you just take over for a minute, will you? Which means you talk. Can yep. you talk? Okay, thank you. <laughs> so I was trying to, I was trying to read too, but uh, we just got another uh, on the chat line. Yeah. We just got another um, uh, text in. So it's give from Fort Greene. I'm trying to navigate Google Classroom with my daughter, as recommended by her fifth grade teacher. Uh, I'm something of a Luddite myself. We did an actual show on Luddites before. Uh, so even the little steps can be frustrating. Tech support. 
Have you tried turning it off and back on again? Give from Fort Greene. Thank you. Uh, as a technology teacher, uh, I am super interested to see uh, what the data that comes out on teachers using technology in their classrooms. It's such a crazy time just being thrust into all of this and having to navigate all of these different platforms and different resources and different distribution networks and not only do that, but then find meaning, meaningful ways to engage students and give them feedback. Uh, I like the idea that there's no set expectations for the, because we're learning this as we go. And I hope that we're able to come out with some guidelines or come out with some really cemented uh, protocols for this. That's what I think that's going to happen after the fact. But I like the fact that we are now, I really, I, I do project-based learning. I'm doing a seminar uh, on it next week. And the idea that you can fail at something and learn from that, or you can tweak what you're doing uh, and learn from the successes and failures of that. Uh, so right in, in that, that, the uh like he was norm was talking about schoology i use schoology i know how to do things i don't know how to do others i'm learning as i go set up this live stream for my students learned a ton myself so this is all a learning process and technology is always going to be like that it's always hyper evolving and we're always doing that so appreciate it give yeah, from yeah. fort green that's my buddy gib uh, he's an excellent person you would love to meet him um yeah, okay sure. so we have our friend on the phone Waylon, thanks for fielding that text phoebe are you there yes i am hi well it's so good to hear your hi, voice babe. hi that's the whale dog and of course i am norm cody the biq so let's talk about your experience and could you set that up for us i was surprised to hear that you were in croatia what was that I was actually in Prague, Czech Republic. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, my bad. I was studying abroad at a film academy called FAMU in Prague, and it's one of the most like amazing film schools I've ever been to, but unfortunately, due to the coronavirus, we our program was cut short on Wednesday night. Um, we went to bed after getting an email from our program director, Kevin, where he said, basically, we have no plans to cancel the program, but then we were abruptly awoken at 3 a.m. after Trump made his um, incorrect uh, address to the American citizens saying that there was a travel ban on all European countries. Um, and so in a panic, our program director sent out a mass text to all of our um, like the lower down staff, and they called us telling us to, that we immediately needed to buy a flight home. Huh. That. And so at 3 a.m., almost all, me and all of my friends frantically went online looking for any flight back to the United States that we could. And all of them had surged to be about $2,000 to $3,000. Um, so it was very scary. It was very stressful. But fortunately, I was able to get one back. Um, so my connection was through Dublin. And because I'd gotten a cheaper flight, I had to stay in Dublin overnight. Um, huh. Yeah, it was... It was a lot, but then in the Dublin airport at Customs, they had all of the American citizens sit basically in a confined space in the Customs room waiting to go through pre-clearance where they would take us basically individually, um, ask us where we'd been in Europe in the past two months, in the past however long you've been away from the United States, 
call the CDC about our case individually and then wait for the CDC to call them back, giving us uh, like admission into the United States. And so this took oh. about, this took six hours. So oh, I was yeah. in the court for six hours. Uh, so what was that like for you? I mean, what, what was your anxiety rising? Were you uh, giving yourself oh. over to it? or? I mean, my anxiety levels were through the roof at that point, yeah. mostly because um, it was me and like 400 other Americans mm. stuck in a all room with like oh, to no like ability the only thing that they gave us was water they didn't give us any like masks they didn't give us any way to like wash our hands or any any way to like prevent any sort of spread of the disease which i felt like was i don't know it just didn't feel like the proper um it didn't feel right no. if that makes did yeah. you feel i'm sorry but uh did you feel like it was aggressive or just kind of negligent I just felt like it was negligent, mostly yeah. because, so just because of the system that was set in place through the CDC. Um, the fact that they had to do, yeah. like, individual screenings, and then they, when I landed in Boston, they didn't even take my temperature. There wasn't, there wasn't anything. Huh. That so, is, yeah, that's really, that is, doesn't seem like a good system, does it? I mean, you, you... <laughs> You're sitting in Ireland being screened, then you're going on a plane for six hours, and then you get off and you just walk walk away. I mean, that doesn't really make that much sense. Exactly. Huh. huh. Now, um, what was the mood like in Czech and in, in Prague? By the way, so, I envy you greatly for having been... I've never been to Prague, but that's one of the great... Uh, my understanding, one of the great cities of Europe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was the time of my life. I'm so heartbroken. And yeah. Just, so sorry. Yeah. But... Uh, Prague, the the mood in Prague was definitely rising, but it wasn't as bad as some of the other countries. It was mostly stressful because the countries surrounding the Czech Republic were being, were starting to get more and more cases, and so it felt like we were being um, cornered almost yeah. by the virus. And yeah. so, uh, fortunately, the Czech Republic is, has a very like solid system set in place. They they took actions well before they had an. Um, as many cases as, say, Spain, Italy, uh, Germany, Austria, like all of these other countries surrounding us, hmm. we, the the government set in place like a, a like thirty person, um, like no no groups more than thirty could yep. meet. They shut down all of the restaurants past eight o'clock. They put those in place while the Czech Republic was only at about like eighty or ninety cases, yep. rather waiting for it to get to escalate to worse. But my, my friends and I have been texting my friend, my group chat from Prague, and we've noticed that the Czech Republic has soared to about like 300 cases now. So I feel like even with all of these measures set in place, it's impossible to stop the spread. Yeah, you're gonna, I think that's right. I mean, there's gonna be a spread of the contagion. It's, it's just the way these things work. Uh, although it does seem that some places have had more luck with, uh, and it's interesting that, you know, I, the, some good news today uh, was on the paper, which is that China is now saying that there's no locally transmitted cases of, that's, yeah. yeah, well, that's, that's, that's positive. That's like two months away. It feels like, you know, if, if things are really taken seriously, that might be two months away because uh, we're about two months behind the Wuhan province. So, you know, uh, I, I, you know, I, I just think that, um, I don't know how you're feeling, Phoebe, but, but, well, let me ask you this. How are you feeling about being home with your family? I think that I'm lucky because Northampton 
and Massachusetts, this area of Massachusetts is fairly safe as of right now. Yeah, as of now. Uh, yep. Um, I, I'm being so I'm self quarantining for the next two weeks just to like make sure that I have nothing, especially since I was in the Dublin airport for so long. Yep. Um, but I don't know. It's it's strange being back, mostly because I haven't been able to do the things that I normally do when I'm back, which is see my friends from school, um, like go downtown, go to cafes, go to restaurants that I love. Like, it doesn't feel like I've been home mostly because I've been in sure. my house. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I totally understand that. I have to say one thing that we have going for us is the weather has been so nice. And yeah. I just want to send an advertisement out there. My my wife, Robin, and my, our kids have been going down to the Smith Track in the mornings. You know, that campus is one of the most beautiful campuses uh, in the world with the waterfall there and I go off biking and Robin goes uh, running around the track and the kids are on the hill rolling down the hill and um, you know we're trying to make it a morning thing so there are ways to kind of see one another or get exercise and so uh, it's great that it's been warm and not like two feet of snow I ha- uh, that's uh, that's a big plus right now as things yeah. go I did, go I ahead did just see the, uh, a gazette um it was a Gazette picture that was like Wednesday's beautiful weather brings out people on the on the, the sure. uh, Norwatuck Rail Trail or whatever, and every and everybody started freaking out because there's so many people like on this. It was like the 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 bridge in between, you know, like the walking bridge, oh, uh, like next to the Coolidge Bridge. Okay, so yeah, people yeah. were like, they're way too close, like going out. I was yeah. Just like, I know, Robin and I had a funny experience where these two people were jogging past us and they they were awful close like they like I felt like they were going to knock us over but you know uh yeah, but that's some, your New York. That's a, your New Yorker. Like I'm moving. I'm walking here. Yeah, yeah, I'm walking here. Yeah. Well, I do like my space. I take up enough of it, so I do like it. Um, yeah, the guy in racquetball. You can say that again. So, oh, geez, you in the racquetball. The reason I beat you in racquetball, Waylon, is because I'm six thousand times better than you. It's not just because I no, weigh hundred more pounds you got, than you. You got the stature of Bowser, <laughs> and you just you're moving all around in the middle, and oh, I can't geez. move, and my well, little squirrely perhaps, self can't get anywhere. Perhaps we should videotape it and let the people decide. Uh, Phoebe, uh, now, were you going to graduate this year, or do you have another year in college? Fortunately, I have one more year of college. Okay. If I were here right now, I would be devastated. Yeah. My friends, friends are seniors, and they don't get to they don't get to graduate pretty much. I mean, they do, but it's not. There's no ceremony. They don't get to finish their degree in person. Like they, uh, so many people are asking for refunds from their colleges because huh. of the, the education difference. Like. Because there is a significant difference between online classes and oh, in-person. No question. No question. I mean, I couldn't agree with you. I did some online classes. I was not, that might get better as, as time goes on, but yeah. Yeah, it's big. Uh, you know, it's big. It's big. The program director here, uh, Taylor, is a senior, and, and I don't know if she'll be able to walk. I don't know if they'll have commencement. She's got a good attitude about it, but um, I get that that can be really devastating for people. Um, Phoebe, yeah. I'm wondering if you'd be willing to come on another time as well, maybe early next week, and if you could be a regular free associate with us. Is that possible? Yeah, that is possible. Yeah. I have nothing but <laughs> you, yeah, I get, I get. You're at the mercy of this thing, and so you, you, I know, I know where, you, I know that you're self quarantined. So if you're not picking up, I'm going to take it personal. All right, but you got a, right. you got a good radio voice, and so I want to get yeah, you. I'm on also again. locking you in for uh, Instagram Live as well, Phoebe. So Instagram Hi. Live. 
Well, geez. You got it. All right, Phoebe. Thanks so much for joining the Free Associates. Yeah, of course. Just let me know when you want. Just keep me in the loop. Definitely. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Be well. So, and just on that note, folks, you know, we're going to keep trying to do this as much as that we can, you know, in terms of our health and and also just like being able to access the the airwaves. But we are trying to make this a weekday, midday kind of call in, text in thing. So, and we are trying to connect the valley during this time of isolation. Um, We have our party music, right, Waylon? How are you doing, Waylon? I felt like you were kind of like uh, off in a fog there. You all right? Oh no, I'm I'm good. You're good, I'm pal. Good. You're good. You got your hot tub filled up again? No, well I gotta I gotta let it drain all the way out and then fill it up. That's like life. I just thought you said you were gonna get a hot. Up. I thought you were gonna get a hot tub. I thought that meant that was like two months down the road. But you got an inflate. Did you get that on Amazon or what happened? Amazon. Yeah. Listen. Probably the only hot tub order they got this week was from Jeremy Whalen. Not too many people are bothering Amazon for inflatable hot tubs. You know, toilet paper. I saw the Prime guy go by today. God bless. Who? Which guy? The, the Amazon Prime truck. Oh, yeah, they're out by. there. Oh, they're out there. I'm waiting to get a book on how to teach my four-year-old how to read. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> book on reading. I'm actually kind of enthusiastic. I think that my son might be ready to learn how to read. I, I don't know. His birthday's coming up on April 5th. My beautiful daughter's birthday was last Tuesday, March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. All right, so, Whale Dog, we're going to try to do this again tomorrow. I really appreciate your patience with me, Whalen. You're such a patient person. What did you think about my tribe pitch? I like it. I like it a like lot. It? You like it a lot? All right, all right. I'm in. All right, you're in, you're in, you're in. You wouldn't, you wouldn't mind maybe grabbing a couple of those classes for me if I can get interest? Yeah, yeah but they're going to self-moderate as much as possible. And I actually have a connection to Sebastian Younger, so it might be that we can actually get him to talk to us at some point. It's not impossible. It's not impossible. All right, so folks, this has been The Free Associates, and our website is thefreeassociates.us. We really appreciate you listening to us. If you're looking for a show that really makes absolutely no sense instead of this show, which kind of makes sense some of the time, my other show is Barbarian in the Valley and is perhaps uh, equally relevant to the moment but in more incoherent ways. It airs on midnight, Saturday, or Sunday morning. But you can also go to barbarianinthevalley.com if you want to listen to that show. Everything's podcasted. The Free Associates is on its way to being the number one podcast in the country. And it's pretty easy to say that because if you just say it's on its way and just one more person clicks on, then we're that one, just one step closer to being the number one podcast in the country. Any uh, parting thoughts, Waylon, before we tune down? Um, I can tell you're already distracted by something. You're in the hot tub. Oh. I hear water splashing around. You know what? Fill up, recharge, and get out there. And get out there. Okay, well, that's... Okay, so is that your motto for this experience? Because mine is... Yep. Stay cool, stay healthy, and stay connected. I kind of like mine more. What was yours? Yours seems kind of all over the place. What was it again? Fill up, recharge, Fill and up, get out recharge. there. Although it does what sound like I'm like advocating drink? for everybody to go out to sounds like, like a sports and drink. Like spread cor- corona. Yeah, yeah. Let's go with mine. You, yours sounds like a Gatorade commercial. Mine is stay cool, stay healthy, <laughs> stay connected, and hopefully we will see you tomorrow. Bye, bye, folks.